0: Hey everybody, this is Tyson. And Logan. And you're listening to Dad Bods and Beards Podcast. It's a show that gives you a fresh look on being a father,
1: a husband, and honestly a man being in today's world. For people who want to have a good time, laugh, and be uplifted, thanks for subscribing and listening. Now for the show.
0: What up, everyone? Uh, this is Dad, Boz and Beards. I'm Tyson. And I'm Logan. And uh, we got a really good show today. Uh, Logan and I have actually been preparing quite a bit on this show. And fun fact, what we were going to use was a race. And so we have something a little bit more special, I think. We're, we're going to want to talk about today. We're going to want to... You,
1: you got, when, and, and when you could, and when you could, that, <laughs> that you wanted, and then you wanted that you could... do. <laughs>
0: Sorry. Uh, No, but what we're going to be discussing, I really, really like. Um, We're going to be talking about 21 self-destructive habits to stop. And uh, I think we all have these certain habits, not necessarily all 21, but we all have those habits that we're like, man, I need to stop doing this. And so I kind of wanted to to discuss with Logan what those habits are and why we want to stop them and why they're self-destructive to us. And Mm -hmm. we might not hit all 21 um and that's okay but i definitely wanted to discuss that because i think you know sometimes we have fun and i'm sure we're gonna have a lot of laughs uh in this we always do i am the king of adhd when it comes to random thoughts in my head (laughs) but that would have been better better if you
1: didn't even finish that thought you're like i'm the king of uh wait what (laughs) what What are we talking about (laughs) squirrel (laughs) It's true, though. I'll be talking to my
0: wife, and then next thing I'll know, I'll start talking about someone else. Wait, what? How'd you get here? And I'm like, wait, oh my wait, 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 wait.
1: We switching gears? <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> 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 okay, so anyway, the first one, Logan, that we want to talk about. So 21 self destructive habits to stop. The first one is addicted to scrolling.
1: Oh, dude. Dude, that's like, I, I, I have a love hate relationship with that because. I a hundred percent agree. I scroll. Oh yeah. But at the same time, I sometimes get content ideas from other creators and other Mm -hmm. songs and hearing. And the, (laughs) the bad thing is I'll see some, I'll see, I'll see someone's content and I can't remember if I saved it because I thought their idea was funny or like I could take my own spin on it. Or I just liked the audio or the sound. And then I'll come back to it a week later and I'm like, why did I, why did I save this? <laughs> and then and then I got 300 and something saved saved reels and and TikToks that I have no idea why I needed to save them. So, so I do true. scroll like crazy.
0: And then I'll have one random save in TikTok that I'm like, "Why did I save this? Like, why do I need to know how to make bacon crispers or whatever, you know?" And you're like,
1: I I don't even want this. <laughs> do you what I think it is? Do you thing think it is is because there's so many of us that have access to the Copper John's TikTok? that oh yes. that i think sometimes if we post something on there like we i've done this in the past where it's like i forgot that i was still on yours and i'll scroll and i'll like i'll like save something is right? <laughs> that
0: what it is because I'm like, then, i don't even remind me of me
1: and then i'm like i'm like what is up with my feed why is there so much freaking fishing on here and i'm like <laughs> oh this is tyson's
0: <laughs> it's true it's it's bears fishing and um i would say it's it's uh movies tiny hands and tiny hands. Not yeah. braver hands.
1: <laughs> a little braver hands. I just have no, content. My move.
0: problem with scrolling is I don't think, like, I can watch TikTok and get be done with it. Like, it. like, post it, be done. I'll go to your feed. I'll go to Matt's feed. I'll go to Robert's feed. Like everything. Make a comment. Um, just because I think it's important to show support. Sure. And I'll do that with, uh, like, Chris and a couple other uh, content creators. But Instagram gets me. I don't know what it is, but Instagram, like, I will be laughing hysterically. And I'm like, I need to stop doing this. And I just, I'll post, I'll send stuff to you. I'll send stuff to Candace. Next thing I know, I've sent like three or four things. I'm like, I got to stop. I can't be this guy. (laughs) And I want to send it, but I don't because I'm like, this is freaking hysterical. That's
1: funny. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm guilty of, it's weird is I was never, I was never big into Instagram. Um, I was just mainly TikTok. I would spend mm-hmm. a lot of my time on TikTok. but what's really weird is when we went, when we went to Vegas, here's our, here's our token Vegas comment of the podcast. Um, yes, Matt, <laughs> <laughs> everyone's like freaking Vegas. Like just wait till we go again in July and it's going to be like, and starting all over again.
0: We're, yeah, we're going to have to actually do a podcast in Vegas. Oh, hundred percent. And have all, <laughs> all of us there and just yeah. all of us.
1: But Matt, Matt and Robert, have spent quite a bit of time um kind of curating their instagrams and 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 pushing their tiktoks over there on reels and stuff and so they convinced me like dude just post your same stuff from tiktok on instagram and i'm like i'm bigger on instagram now than i am on tiktok and which is weird nuts. it's weird mm-hmm. like in such like it took me almost 2 years to get to the following that i have on tiktok it's taken me since july to blow past that on instagram I think it's just different audiences. Now you have to do it on Facebook, and I think you'll blow up, dude. See, I keep I keep getting comments from people saying like, "I need to do YouTube, I need to do Facebook," and I'm like, "I oh my gosh," so yeah, good times. And then it's like, I'm and then it's like next thing you know, I'm like, I'm quitting my job and I'm doing social media full time. I'm not making any money. It just takes up all of my time.
0: But needless so to say, I, it is a destructive
1: habit. Yeah, <laughs> well, like, well, I'm not helping. We're I'm talking I'm, about
0: how we just love it. And right, like, no I'm, guys, this is a bad habit.
1: I'm, and I'm literally I'm literally feeding the beast. Like I'm feeding the algorithm. I'm like producing content for people to just sit there and, and not get back to work. Yeah. So, no,
0: but the thing is, I think for me is I don't, necess- I don't have time to just, like look. But yeah. when I'm using the restroom or uh, when I'm laying down to go to bed, I'll go to bed, say, 1 o'clock, and I'm like, eh, it's already too late. I'm just gonna look, and next thing I know, I've looked at it for 30 minutes. I'm like, oh, man, I ain't gonna go to bed. Like
1: back, back in my day, we had to poop before there were cell phones. I know. We
0: had to read what's on a newspaper. Not a newspaper. Yeah. On the back of a shampoo bottle. That's funny.
1: But, you know how that's many I-,
0: I had to read? when I was a kid.
1: See, I was never a reader. I always thought that was really weird of kind of like, why is there magazines in the bathroom? Like, cause it's like, what if you get poop on your hands and then there's poop on the magazine and now somebody else is touching the poopoo page. I never
0: was a magazine person, but I did bring in the sports newspaper when the newspaper was sitting <laughs> and. Yeah. And... <laughs> A visual of you, just like <laughs>
1: <laughs> in high school, flipping <laughs> the paper, <laughs> of course.
0: I'm like who, won today? Because uh, I was huge in basketball, like the Utah Jazz. I absolutely yeah. loved when Carmelo and John Stockton, Jeff Hornacek, when all that. I just, it was fun for me. And then, uh and then, if I didn't have the newspaper, like my grandparents lived with us in a base in an apartment basement. If they didn't have the newspaper that day uh it was a good old shampoo bottle and whatever else was next to
1: me just to read the ingredients Um, bro social media was the downfall for me in the bathroom because (laughs) i literally i was like a speed i was a speed pooper before like i was in and out like i just was like i didn't have to like as a kid that grew up with adhd and then that eventually morphed into like severe mental illness like i couldn't sit there because it was boring there was nothing to do it was just like get in get out Now, now i'm now I'm like I got my fix. It's just, this is my 45 minutes of decompression time. <laughs> 45 <laughs> minutes, like you're crawling because your legs are asleep when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we, like when you got when you gotta like when you gotta switch to the like put all the pressure on one cheek so you can you can stick one leg out and get the and get the blood flowing. So, but that that kind of segues into the next one, right? So you talked about like staying up way too late. Well, the next self-destructive habit is hitting snooze
0: okay so i actually uh, so i actually have a thing on this so my dad has you know his uh doctor's degree in psychology Mm -hmm. and family uh, child development and family therapy and uh he was talking to me about this and so you win the day mentally even though you might not think it you might not feel it but you do win the day when you just get up when the alarm goes off however Mm -hmm. if you hit snooze subconsciously you already lost
1: dude i'm that's one thing that i got really good with When we were doing 75 hard, Uh it was like, boom, wake up and then, and then hanging out with Robert and talking to Robert and like just his, his whole motivational aspects of kind of like, I changed my alarm to where, when it goes off, it literally says, get the F out of bed. (laughs) Right. And then I, after getting sick and then having the hernia and stuff like that, dude, it's like. It's bad again. And I'm like, gosh, like, I feel like so. Oh, I got to get up. Oh, I got to get up. Oh, like, and it's just like the whole like mental aspect of it is like, I'm totally seeing that now.
0: Yeah. And I will get up and, and uh, at five. I don't know why, but that's just the time I chose to get up. And then I will read my emails, which they say not to read emails, but I'll read emails and answer certain emails and stuff like that or pressing until 6.15. Then I'll jump in the shower and uh, really? that's just what i do i just there's certain customer service things that i'm like i need to make sure that this customer is taking care of some of them are just like yeah i can wait for melissa and to take care of these emails but this one's pressing i need to take care of it so you're stuff. not a
1: snooze guy so you you pop up
0: huh um i don't know if i pop up but i feel like uh um that helps me the folks start focusing and then i'll jump in the shower and and then i start really thinking about okay well this is what i'm going to do in the day and all that kind of stuff but no Mm -hmm. i'm not a huge snooze button you know who is and it drives me bonkers your kid candace oh your wife like she give that
1: give that woman a big old pass though
0: (laughs) no 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 it's just the thing is is oh so let's say it's sunday and i'm not i don't have to get up early
1: Sundays don't count.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden I hear my the, her alarm go off and it's like 7 and I'm like why are you getting up right now?
1: Oh. And then
0: all of a sudden it's 7:10 and then it's 7:20. I'm like just it's turn the stupid It's 7:09,
1: off. it's 7:18, yeah. it's seven, And I'm just like
0: turn the thing off if you're not going to get up. It's like and then I don't know about you but if if the snooze or her alarm or any alarm goes off two or three times I'm up and I'm screwed.
1: That's 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 you and you and you and me. Are, are exact opposites when it comes to oh, our watch. really? Chelsea is like, turn your phone off, like turn your alarm off. Like, why, are you, so- why, am... why are you? Why are you snoozing like, tr- and it? Turn and your volume literally...
0: down. Like, I don't need to hear someone texting you at, at one a.m. And and secondly, who's texting you at one
1: a.m.? Yeah, yeah. No, That's I I, later, Mom. I have just recently switched my phone to not 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 like the whole like do not disturb because that gives me anxiety, but the just quiet like I, I I just I hit I clicked the you know click the little switch on the side that just turns it to vibrate so um but yeah no I i gotta get back in the habit of not hitting the snooze button but it's, that it's is, tough you hey you've convinced me tomorrow I am getting up right when my alarm goes off
0: do it and then the third one is checking your phone right after you wake up and that's what <laughs> I just said I do <laughs> we freaking suck at this <laughs> um yeah i've heard that i've heard you know people you know give yourself a couple hours to self-focus be self-aware um understand yourself uh, all that kind of stuff before work on yourself before you work on other things i've heard that but
1: yeah see i wish i so being being in the industry that i'm in i'm a shower in the evening guy right because coming home from work and then, you know, it, you know, when I do have a chance to, to like work out, go to the gym, things like that, like I'm, I'm a shower at night, go to bed clean kind of guy. Right. Um, just because most of the time I'm coming home sweaty or dirty or, or just like dusty. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I miss when I was, when I was an insurance agent, I miss the routine of waking up, getting in the shower, getting ready, going to work, because I feel like the shower would like wake me up and make me oh, more 100% does. versus now it's like roll out of bed. You know put my put put my socks on put my thermals on put another pair of socks on put my jeans on put like start layering up because it's 20 degrees outside in the morning right now so i fit and then it's like i'm looking for a red bull or which i gave red bulls up for a long freaking time and now i'm back to drinking them and i need to freaking give them up again yeah, red bulls don't taste good to me oh dude it's like straight battery acid but it gives you like the brain tingles and i'm like oh brain tingles <laughs> yeah, dude. When, when, when you're when you're freaking when you're when you're mentally spicy like me dude it is all about the brain stimulants <laughs> like <laughs> it is all about it is all about like that's why that's why bipolar people end up being freaking drug addicts when they're like off their meds because it's mm-hmm. like anything for like anything for a a buzz or a kick to like get you like you know the brain tingles so but yet asmr makes me want to punch like a baby like I I, I I cannot stand the whispers and like the like the ticks on the microphone. Okay, hey, so
0: I've never liked it either, but there was this one lady who was doing something at one time and she was opening a package and I had my earbuds in and I was just like this is oddly satisfying. Like it was like the yeah. weirdest thing. I've never experienced that before.
1: Yeah, so like I don't I don't get the brain I don't get the brain buzz from from sounds.
0: Yeah, like if Hunter or Bob or anyone, like guys are shaving, they get the credit card. You know, the like the grainy sound from the, the your facial hair as you shave, that stuff. I'm just like, dude, come on. But people love that crap.
1: Dude, anyway, the, whispers, the whispers make me like see red. Like I'm not- still so <laughs> going
0: to start texting you in the morning. Like, good
1: morning, Logan. <laughs> oh, dude, don't whisper <laughs> now. I, I will get off this right now. Good morning, Lo- I'm about to get in the shower.
0: no but uh no i definitely checking your phone in the morning and in the evening they say uh, what your brain your serotonin level and your growth hormones and everything are like most purposeful and everything in the in the when it's complete dark and so they say any of those lights really messes up with your hormones and stuff like that so just yeah it's it's the truth though so Mm. all right number four hanging out with bad influences i have to that's a huge one
1: um, I, what do you, what I, do you consider
0: a bad influence?
1: Um, I think it's a very broad spectrum. Yeah. Um, I would say somebody that I don't know brings you down, and in that that's again another broad statement. Like somebody that not like there's like super positive people that are always positive. Like not everybody's like that. Like Mm -hmm. not everybody is naturally like that. I know we've talked about the fake it till you make it type situations, but I think that a bad influence is somebody that like when, when you, when you, whether it's your conscience, whether it's more of like a religious outlook on, you know, your morality of like, what's, you know, like what the angel and the devil on your shoulder, or like, if you feel like, you know, like people say like the Holy spirit or the Holy ghost is talking to you. Like, I feel like if, if that voice in the back of your head is giving you like the, uh, when you're around that person, like it's probably the bad influence, mm-hmm. whether it's like they're bringing you down emotionally, mentally, or even, you know, maybe if they're like financially taxing on you because they're just kind of, you know, they're manipulative or they're narcissistic or they're just, they won't let you live down something like anybody that tears you down. Dude, like that, uh, we could do a whole podcast on just toxic. I think people. We
0: have, or we should no. actually, we, I think we actually have.
1: Yeah. yeah, I blocked it out, it was hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I think, think
0: anyone who's toxic, I, I think uh, bringing you down is such a, uh, a large topic because you, like you said, you could talk about physically, you could talk about spiritually, you could talk about mentally, you could talk about any aspect in your life, and I think if they're taking up quality minutes in your life to and uh, to be and they're giving you anxiety they, they got to be gone and I've had to do that to several people in my life recently
1: mm-hmm.
0: you you've you've known this oh yeah A- and uh it's it's really hard because some of those people you grew up with you love them and it's just like just like uh, until we get something fixed I can't do this anymore like I'm just I can't because I'm more concerned about How I'm going to act around you rather than just be myself because I have to walk on eggshells and it's
1: just not fun. That's a big one. Um, I wish I, I wish I could have, I, I could have remembered where I saw this. Mm -hmm. I probably saved it, but just uh, a whole quote on what it does to your brain chemistry when you finally pull the trigger and um, remove someone from your life. That's not a really bad <laughs> the trigger someone from your life. When you finally when you finally like kind of cut ties with somebody that is not good for your mental health, you know, your well being, your emotional health or whatever or your financial health or whatever, as hard as it may be, you know, your your inner your inner circle does not always have to be the people that like society or groups of people think it should mm-hmm. be. So I think you know, hanging out with bad influences, that is I think I think the definition of that is very personal. It's Absolutely. it's specific it's specific to each and every single person because um it could be everything from like that person's a bad bad influence because you're you know you've been sober X amount of years but that person still really enjoys that substance or this you know you're on a very different religious you know path than this person but this person is on their own path and they're constantly trying to convince you that what you're doing is wrong so i think whatever you feel is against the path that you're on if it's like a positive path you're trying to better yourself or someone around you and someone is like like drawing bandwidth away from you and away from your progression that's probably what i would say like the broad brush stroke of a bad influence
0: what about the reverse what if uh Let's say you're going down a bad... Uh, you're, you, you're choosing some... Making some poor decisions. You're making some bad mm-hmm. decisions. And let's say Logan is making some bad decisions. And uh, I see you as a friend and I'm trying to lift you up. And you decide to cut me out. And you're the one who's making the bad decision. How would you go about doing that? Because I don't want you as a friend to miss out on any life opportunities because you're making some poor decisions so when when would i need to cut ties and when do when do i stop trying as a friend to help you
1: mm, i don't think there's a perfect answer away. yeah i don't think there's a perfect answer to that i think um the hard answer that i think i've come to like understand in my life is i don't think i don't think that's for us to determine Mm-hmm. Because I think the hard things that some people go through, had they not gone through and someone tried to force save them, they wouldn't be who they are today. I agree. Um, But I know there are situations where intervention has saved people's lives. Um, I think that's a very touchy subject and a touchy road because there are certain people in our lives that feel like they are almost entitled to a position of like to save you or to help you or to say you know, I had this situation in my in my life a lot of like, um, you know, this was said to me a lot. And at one point, of like, well, such and such and such because we love you. But when you're going through a, a situation or you feel villainized or victimized or whatever, that's just a triggering comment. That's mm-hmm. a triggering situation. It's like, but maybe somebody on the other end was, in their mind, really doing what they thought was best for you. At the end of the day, you can only do so much, and and when it gets to the point where you're forcing someone. I I think unless they're getting ready to harm themselves or someone else, you've got to let them. You've got to let them choose their own path. Because I mean, I mean, think about yeah. it, dude. Like, what if, what if? I mean, I I wonder if like guys like Robert, if they had, you know, if if somebody had tried to write part of their story for him, if they would be, if he would be who he is today. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that dude, that dude. I can't, Gosh, we got to have him on. Like his freaking story is bonkers, and for the dude that we see standing in front of us now. Versus who he tells the he what he dealt with in the past. I mean, his, his wife too, is an amazing person. as she is like the stuff that they went through and the stuff mm-hmm. that I'm sure they had plenty of family members that were, you know, concerned to certain extents for them, but he had to go through it and he had yeah. to get him, he had to get himself through it. He had to, with the help of his wife and his kids and whoever else helped them. But yeah, dude, I think these, I think I, these, these, I'm, I'm realizing only, you know, four, four, four into the 21 that like, these are so, Open to interpretation, mm-hmm. you
0: know. Yeah, and I just feel like uh there comes a time in your life where if someone is deciding to choose a certain way of life, even if you don't dis if you disagree, if even if their are family or whatnot, it's time to cut ties. And so, like children, mm-hmm. I'm never going to give up on my children. But with that being said, if I have a child who is an adult, and mind you, I don't, that's not what I'm saying. But if I have a child who's an adult, well, I guess I do have one, and he chooses or she chooses to be a certain way and be very, very detrimental to the younger children who are still growing up and who uh, could be impacted by this, you kind of have to kick him out and kind of have to say, hey, you're on your own, Mm -hmm. right? Like Because you don't want their negativity and their life choices to bring down the rest of everyone. So I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I think it's all um, to interpretation is to... You know your your friends. You know your family. You know your children, and and uh, unfortunately, it's it's. I think every family has to go through something like that. Yeah. Um, not necessarily you know, like your personal children, but it's someone in your family. There's someone like that.
1: It's amazing who becomes your family. Um, it's not always the people. It's. I mean, in certain situations, it's not always the people that you were raised with. It's mm-hmm. not always siblings. It's not always parents. It's not cousins, uncles like who, I mean, I would consider you guys family. Like, it's like if you've seen those things of kind of like, wait, dad, why do we call someone uncle? So-and-so, but they're not actually your brother. And it's like, yeah. well, <laughs> and it's like, and then it, it was like, it was like cute, dramatic music. And it's like, let me tell you a tale. <laughs> of the, like, But that's what I'm saying. i kind of like, like, I've got this guy that I used to work with and jokingly, we call him uncle Greg. Cause he's just, he's a good guy, Greg. He'll literally be there to help you. But it's like, we call him uncle Greg. My kids call uh-huh. him uncle Greg. That's, that's just because he's that kind of a guy that like I worked with him so closely for so many years. And he was like, always, if I would have called him because something blew up, my water heater exploded at two o'clock in the morning, I could have called him. He just showed up with a new one and helped me put it in. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And the same thing like with you and my best friend from childhood. It's like, I, I, I mean, you guys are brothers to me and it's just, it's, it's amazing that, you know, sometimes the definition of family is different for a lot of different people and it's not always blood and yeah, you know everybody's different.
0: It's true. And there's one thing that I would say is I can be more real with you than probably anyone but Candace. Yeah. And uh, that's saying something.
1: Yeah, I'd say the only person I I probably open up to as much like legitimately and not have to be guarded with is is you and my wife.
0: Yeah, that's how I feel. So like I can say like you can tell when I'm down and mm-hmm. I can tell when you're down. And uh it's it's weird because I'm not like that with anyone else. Yeah.
1: Well, I would to correct that. You and and my my best friend Jonathan I grew up with. We go out we we try to go out to lunch once a month. He lives here in Utah too. Oh,
0: wow. But I thought he was in Canada. No.
1: Yeah, no. No, that's my buddy. That's my buddy, Derek. Um, oh, okay. he, yeah, he's. Well, oh, I got
0: to get introduced to this guy sometime.
1: Dude. Yeah. Oh, no, for sure. You need to meet Derek, too. My Canadian buddy. Like, he listens. He's he's like, he's over here probably like, yeah, I'm going to mention. But, like, <laughs> but no, like he's, he, him and his wife are amazing people. They're two of my favorite people. Like I, I was saying is my, my buddy, though, that I grew up with. We've been friends since we were four. He and I, we can go to lunch and it's like nothing changed. Right. Like it's, it's cool. But so that's where, that's what I'm saying of like, there's, there's literally this tiny three people group mm-hmm. that I can, I can like literally and, without judgment.
0: And one thing I think about too, is like, I really thought about this uh, cause I thought it was, this is cool. Like um, when t- something special happened with you and it ended up not being as special as we hoped it would be this week. And I was so excited for you. Yeah, I I know. Genuinely excited for you, and I and I wasn't excited. You're like, this will help us and all this. I'm like, dude, I'm not even worried about us. This is so cool for you. And uh, like that doesn't happen like with genuine friends and family. Like you, you don't get that very often. Sometimes there's a little jealousy and all that kind of stuff involved.
1: It goes back to like hanging out with bad influences versus this is obviously mm -hmm. good influence. But yeah, that was a that was a bummer, dude. Like I, uh, I'm not gonna spill who it is, but they this huge huge podcast Mm -hmm. like out of the blue out of the blue messaged me and was like hey we think it'd be great to have you on the show for you know such and such reasons um like i mean we're talking you know in the tens of millions plus following on social media and i was like oh my gosh this would be huge and i was i immediately texted you and was talking to my wife sitting here and and then I, they literally, like here's the link, fill this out. Also, here's, you know, they, we film in Vegas. Can you come down? I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like literally going to like fly down, go to the show, you know, drive down probably. And then I'm going through filling this thing out at the bottom a red asterisk, like it, like a red asterisk is the appearance fee. And I'm like, well, there's where they make their money. I don't blame them. Like that's, that's probably very common in this industry with the massive podcasts that everybody listens to. Yeah um that's i mean it's yeah it's an appearance fee because like the exposure that we would have got that i would have got would have been massive million. yeah like i'm sure if you broke it down monetarily i could probably make that money back and then some like yeah. and then some but the problem is the, the 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 amount of zeros that were on that appearance fee you buy a car i don't i don't <laughs> i don't have that i don't have that i don't have that to like oh yeah let me let me just like so it sucks but at the same time i wholeheartedly believe that was the very first of a lot of things coming our way so i'm kind of on this wavelength you know what's happening with me and i'm yeah i'm not announcing
0: it or anything but something special is happening in june and uh, i thought that was pretty cool and so
1: yeah dude i'm kind of on this wavelength right now that we've got Good things coming.
0: Yeah, I think um we really care about people too, uh, and I think it's it's showing. Like today, I had a, a major magazine reach out, and really? they're like, "Hey, we really want to feature this product and this product." And I'm like, "Uh huh." What's the catch? I really said that. I'm like, "So what's the catch? Like, what's what are you trying to charge me for this?" Because I had GQ reach out and it's like, "It's this much money. It's this much money to be in this." And I'm like, "Oh no, I'm not paying for that." Yeah, and ad space. These, Yeah, and these guys know this is an an actual conversation that we're going to have with you and it's it's a future and we want to talk about natural uh beard care products and uh it's uh it's a magazine and it's legit so i'm meeting with them on friday and we're actually going to talk about it i'm like what the crap are you sure i still am very (laughs) hesitant i'm like "Mm, there's got there's got to be a catch yeah there's always a catch
1: there's always the and three free trial is over yes. now. It's gonna be thirty nine ninety nine a month.
0: No, seriously though, I'm like, what are you trying to promote? And that's, like, what are we-
1: and that's not thirty nine dollars and ninety nine cents. That's three thousand nine hundred ninety nine. dollars <laughs> It's true though. <laughs> no, I. But that's the thing is, dude. Is I, I, I wholeheartedly feel like we have got some feelers going out, and things are getting noticed between you and I. And like, I'm getting messages from different offers every now and then. I'm not trying to bite on every single one because I want it to be valuable mm-hmm. to us, me, to you. And then I know you've got a lot of things cooking. Um, like I hate, I know it kind of sounds kind of douchey, but like, there's just, I, I, I just met with this. Oh, this one I can tell you about. This is actually really cool. Um, on, <laughs> on Friday, on Friday, um, I went to lunch. Um, I went to lunch with a guy here locally, um, got connected through face through, through uh, Instagram. Um, some of the guys that follow his page, him and his partner's page saw one of my struggle shuffle things, or whatever, just tags and just with the mental health jokes. Um, it's called the here brotherhood H E A R E. So like, like it's a combination of like, I hear you and I'm here for you. Basically mm-hmm. it's, it's a collective of like giving space for men to be, to like connect and be vulnerable. Basically a, a lot of what you and I push of yeah, like being real and it's, push. and they do, they do these, uh, you know, they do these smaller events, they have social media. They actually just kicked off their own podcast. I think it would be fun to like cross over and, and chat with those guys. And they also have, um, they do these retreats every year down in, in Arizona and they, Took me to lunch on Friday. I had like seriously could have sat there and talked talked with him for hours. We sat there for probably two and a half hours, oh wow, and we chatted. I mean, talked about my whole story, my story, talked about his story, and just instantly connected with these guys. I mean, I feel like you're on the same page as me that you can tell very quickly about somebody. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can pick up really quickly if somebody's genuine or not. Oh, absolutely. And I'm like, man, I I I really like their message. I like what they're doing. So. I'm not going to like spill the beans on how everything's going to go yet. Cause I don't know the process, but basically kind of like this handshake of like, you know, I want to get involved with what you guys are doing. It's not a monetary thing. I'm not making any money. They're not offering any money. It was just, they're creating space for men, for guys to be vulnerable, to open up, talk about feelings, talk about issues, talk about struggles. And it, they've got like a whole app where guys can like go to each other for mentoring advice, you know, support. And I'm like, I just, I love that whole idea. And that came from social media presence. It came from dad bods and beards. It came from, you you know, dude, he was blown away when I was like, yeah, the whole, the whole motto of copper Johns is to be proud of who you are. And he's like, which is, which is weird because we talked, because we talked about how a lot of other beard companies out there are like, do you have a patchy beard? Are you insecure? Do you want hot girls with big boobs to look at you? (laughs) Like, you know, like the peacocking. So, I'm Like, yes. Well, <laughs> yeah, but those those are the type of things of like, gosh, there's good things that are flowing in to me, good things that are flowing into you. And it's kind of like, you know, I'm kind of glad that I'm like, hey, we could start kind of maybe picking and choosing a little bit of like yeah. what, what path do we want to go on. And and I again, I know we're stuck on number four, but like latching on to the good influences. Well, while well, this one podcast with tens of millions of followers number one in its in its sector on on you know on podcast platforms would have been huge exposure that's maybe not maybe not the right move at there right now you yeah
0: know? and you never know in the future uh it may be perfect yeah so when i have
1: an additional massive amount of money
0: <laughs> yeah and i was telling you like one day hopefully copper johns will be able to help pay for that yeah I, and was i was being serious so. well people
1: are going to be coming to people are going to be coming to us to be on our show one day buddy
0: you know uh, i feel like we have uh something special i feel like we're real we are real this is who we are like we're not pretending to be anyone else and uh i think uh that speaks volumes like who you see on TikTok and Mm -hmm. on instagram on everything on youtube that's who we are and uh i feel like we really really are that nutty we really are just we do (laughs) like to have that much fun yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) but i feel like that's uh, actually a really good segue into the next one which is is uh kind of lying to yourself i think the next two go together really well actually if you don't mind lying to yourself and judging people oh yeah i think those kind of go hand in hand a little bit with kind of what even what you were just saying is if i may i was just kind of taking over there for a 2nd okay i think we we judge people to make ourselves feel better because I think we're lying to ourselves about how good we're doing or how bad we're doing or how we look. I mean, we just talked about this with some other buddies about, like, body dysmorphia, you know, getting down on ourselves. So, see, and I was taking a little bit different um, because of therapy. Yeah. And
0: this is actually a conversation I had Friday with, with David. And uh, if you guys haven't listened to that podcast, definitely go back and listen to David. Uh, we need to have him back on. But he yeah. he talked about you. He talked about Robert. He talked about you know certain people in my life that are close that we do things for each other, but we're very close and we do it for free. Like we don't ask for any uh, monetary or anything like that. And he's like, these people believe in you. These people, and so why can't you be kind to yourself? Why can't you say you're a good person? And, and I think lying to ourselves is sometimes to the point where you personally don't want to sound cocky or you don't want to be looked upon differently so you don't let yourself like it's almost like you're telling yourself a lie that you're a bad person rather than you're a good person so you don't Mm. deserve something like you don't deserve this that's what you're telling yourself like tyson you don't deserve to be successful in business you don't deserve to, to make all this money you don't deserve all this and he's like but you do like you work extremely hard so you need to tell yourself this and and allow yourself it's like it's like people don't see all of you because you hide your good things. Oh dude. And yeah. and uh, I'm like it's true. I I, I cuz I'd rather talk about Logan than Tyson. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And and he's like yeah. that, that's okay. He's like but sometimes it's okay. You and gotta so talk. About I think yourself lying about yourself that way is is people lie to put themselves down, like they almost don't deserve it because of how we were brought
1: up. Yeah, I mean, I think it was. Yeah, no, I, I, I you said it. You said it perfectly. Um, I think m- one of my interpretations of that too is, uh, I lied to myself for years that I was okay, mm. that I had it under control, that there was nothing wrong. I was just stressed. But were you lying to money.
0: yourself, or did you really believe that?
1: Well, that's what I'm saying is I, I think that I think that I lied to myself enough that I did believe it. Okay, I get that. Because that's how I feel. Dude, it, your, your power of suggestion to yourself is mm-hmm. insane. Like, dude, you know what I you know what I do, I try to I try to like reverse it. So this this is probably the, the beginnings of like a a supervillain, but like <laughs> every now and then if I'm really struggling, like if I'm really, really struggling. Um, I because I drive I drive around all day long by myself. Um, I, I, I will I will laugh. I will laugh until I laugh. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You the science behind the, your brain chemicals. You can trick yourself into producing like dopamine, serotonin, things like that. If you if you like try next time. Like, okay, all of you guys that are listening. Like, when this is over, or maybe even pause right now and laugh until you laugh like fake laugh try try five four five six seven ten different you know like haha (laughs) like just do that with
0: crying i just cry until
1: i just cry it is so creepy it's so creepy like i almost want to like film myself doing it and like put it on tiktok but like you you will get like guttural belly laughs out of yourself and then you'll just be like gosh why was i stressing that Mm -hmm. like but i mean you can do You know, people do daily affirmations, people do the people meditate, some people, you know, people read scripture, some people get that out of music, some so like that's one thing that I do is is that is I'll 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 cheer myself up because I used to just tear myself down and then I would believe my lies to where I believed it was the truth. And borderline borderline almost like fractured, like literally fractured my mind into multiple personalities because I was so broken and i would yeah. lie to myself so and then i would judge people who were happy i'm like there's no way you're full of crap there's no way you're you're this good there's no way you're that happy there's no way you're that positive yeah and i became so freaking cynical it was gross you i
0: know hate that and with judging people i would say i was never a harsh judge but i was a judge like i did judge people and uh in 2012 i lost my job yeah. i got let go uh for someone just graduating college after i built up a territory they're like hey my neighbor daughter is is going to take over your territory you're gone here's a (laughs) sentence like really it was like what (laughs) and anyway um i had candace got pregnant so we didn't have insurance and so next thing you know we're we're on the the chip program Mm
1: -hmm. um
0: because we uh, applied for the chip program all of a sudden we have food stamps and I'm sitting here working at Blockbuster. I'm sitting the here Lockbuster. working at yeah, I'm working at Blockbuster. I'm working at Dick's Sporting Goods, and I'm working at American Stone. I'm working and and I was teaching as an adjunct professor. I was making we were so negative that I would get paid and it would just push us up a little bit less negative. That's how bad it yeah. was. And uh so I was grateful uh for what we had, but my I, I became so humble when my neighbors would come in, either to Dick's or to uh, Sporting Goods or uh, to uh, Blockbuster, that I was embarrassed. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm just doing everything I can so that my family has food or or that we can pay our house so we don't lose it and all that kind of stuff. And it got so bad that we almost did lose our house. And a neighbor uh, saw me working, and he came and gave uh, us a check to pay for our house payment one month. And so, about after three, four months, um, I found a job. Started just balling <laughs> because I've yeah. been working so hard for a job. And we got this job, and I go to the state and say, "Hey, we don't need food stamps anymore. We don't need CHIP. We have insurance. We're good." We're like, nope, you still have it for six more months. And the CHIP program is all until after the baby's born. And mm-hmm. we're like, no, like, just can't you give the food stamps to someone who needs it because we don't need it anymore. And anyway, needless to say, there. No, it's either there. You're. It's always going to be there, or and you don't use it, or you just use it. Hmm. And point being is, after going through that experience, and me being overweight, and me not feeling confident about myself, I never look at anyone differently. Like I will look at someone who's using food stamps or something like that, and I'm like, I get you. Yeah. You know, uh, or I will uh, see someone driving a bad car, which I have several times and it stalled, And I'm like, ah, I'm so sorry. I get that. Um, you know, or, you know, you lost a job and you're doing everything you can. I'm like, I get you. Or someone's hormones are so out of whack that they're depressed and they're super large. And I'm like, I get it. So there's a lot of things. The only thing I don't get is when you are we're, I'm driving the speed limit, and you pull in front of me, no one's behind me, and you're going five miles below the speed limit. It just drives me
1: bro. <laughs> 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 I'm judging the here. crap out of you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but no, everything else is like, I, I get So the judging thing, I used to be a hard critic of people. Yeah. But going through the experiences I've gone through, and now going through how hard, you know how hard I work. And this isn't to mm. brag. You know how hard I work. You know how oh, yeah. much money I put into this company that it's extremely humbling. And so when people say, Oh, you're doing really well. I'm like, dude, I haven't paid myself. I've actually lost, you know, yeah, hundreds of thousands of dollars invested in this company. And I haven't paid myself yet. Like, so it's, it's a lot. And, uh, but when I say I'm genuine, I really feel like I'm genuine. Like when I come talk to you, I really do care. And oh, I yeah. want everyone to be happy. Like I want you to be happy. And, uh, so if I'm, it's it's a genuine thing and uh, like i'm 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 down people have heard it i've i've been down and uh i'm not a hundred percent happy all the time but i'm always kind or at least i always try to be kind
1: yes that's that is one of your that is one of your like most endearing qualities and i think a lot of people will agree with that
0: yeah it's like i could have the worst day um but everyone deserves to be respected and loved and uh and sometimes it's the person, me, like me loving myself is the hardest part. But needless to say, I think judging is huge. And uh, I have a hard time with people who judge people. And Maybe I'm judging them because they're judging people. But I, I don't really hang out with people who talk or gossip about other people. I don't say, any, like, if you yeah. notice, I don't gossip.
1: Um,
0: I just don't like people like that. And uh, you don't gossip. And I think, uh, I don't know, I just that's just me i don't do well with people like that who put uh, because if i'm gossiping about someone guess what most likely i will gossip about you Mm -hmm. but if i'm going to say anything about anyone it's always going to be about how good that person is
1: i think that that is one of the best things you can put out as like put out into the universe put out into the you know into society you can put just the energies you can give out there like that's where you and I, one of the other places where we connect first off, I never knew that about you. I feel like I've, you've never told me that story. I knew that you'd lost your job, but I didn't know the lengths that you had to, what you went through. It was
0: embarrassing. Um, I was a stressful part of my life. Like we dude, didn't know we we're going to have Christmas. That's how bad it yeah, was.
1: That reminded me um, of a story growing up. Um, this is one of the reasons why I respect my dad to no end. Um, because seven kids, um, mm-hmm. He, almost exact same situation, um, just downsizing, younger guy, less, got paid less money. They took over, took over my dad's position or they downsized it, whatever. Um, and I never saw that dude give up. I never, I mean, I'm sure he had times where he sat in his car And as an, as an adult, as a man, as a father now, I'm sure he had times where he sat in his car and cried. Oh, hundred percent. I'm sure there were times where he probably went out in the garage and, and, and snapped a broom pole. I'm I'm just assuming of like things that I've done, like smashed a broom handle across, you know, a, a storage, a storage rack or whatever. But it's like, I, I saw that guy. I don't even, I don't even remember him being unemployed because I know he just was always trying to do something or like he picked up. And then my mom, my mom too, my mom picked up, you know, part of the slack when we were, when we were struggling and, We had, I mean, dude, we had this, we would put up signs for new home developments on Saturdays and Sundays and then take them down and, and we would, you know, we had newspaper routes, we would give out like, we would do like the free samples where like the company would pay you to go around and hang all these things on people's Mm -hmm. doors when, when you are willing to just do what it takes to take care of your family I think that right there is all I need to know about you. Cause it's like, that's, that's what my dad emulated. Mm -hmm. That's what I have done when I have been, I had the mental constitution to, you know, to, to take care of myself and my family. Um, but when you, when you've been through times like that and you've witnessed times like that, I mean, we, we were, we were staying with a family friend with seven kids and a family during Christmas one year. And I remember, My little sister was five and she was crying, asking if Santa was going to know where we were at because we weren't in our house and we weren't ever going back to that house. But I think that people who have had experiences where they have been the recipient of humbling, whether it was, you know, whether they were humbled or they felt humbled, you know, by their own means, you just, you look at people differently. I'm still working on this but I, because of what I went through, I try really hard to give people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I try really hard to look at somebody and, and just be like, same thing. Like, man, I hate this. I hate this so much. I hate the culture of like, of people getting made fun of on social media. But like when I see someone jogging down the street and they're maybe in the beginning stages, maybe they appear like they're in the beginning stages of, of their, their weight loss, but it's like, dude, they may be down a hundred pounds. Yeah. they are out there freaking running. Good for you. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you see someone trying, like shut up. Like seriously in, in, in the nicest and meanest way possible, shut your damn mouth. Like, well, there
0: goes our clean family fun. I'm just joking.
1: That is not a potty word.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, but But if uh, you think, if you, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Go for it. Um, but that's kind of one of the major reasons. There's two major reasons. I want to be financially stable for Copper Johns to succeed But secondly, candace and I legitimately know how it feels to almost lose a house. To yeah. To um, almost lose your car um, and not have Christmas for your kids, or not have food. We legitimately know how that feels, and I don't want anyone to ever feel that way. So I truly am so excited. Now I hope this. I hope you know people are doing good enough but i I'll one day you know if someone's struggling they don't need to tell me i can just give it to them or yeah. if i see a little pink slip from the gas company or the yellow slip from power company whatever it is here in utah if they have that on their door i can just walk over there or drive over there and grab yeah. it and pay it that's a dream of mine
1: I, we kind of talked about this we kind of talked this about this last week and i think oh, that sorry man No, no. That's what I'm saying is that I, I think that that just kind of proves like kind of the wavelength that we both want to be on is just putting out like, I don't know. I, I I feel like we don't have to explain ourselves. of like, we're, we're not trying to like boast or whatever, but like, that's just, I, we want to put that out because that's what we want to get back is just like good hearted. Like everybody's out here trying. If, if I have the means to helping somebody, I will like, dude, I I had this battle, the stupidest little battle this week. I was out cleaning something in my garage and my neighbor down the street that I've never had a conversation with, like literally two houses down his, a, a friend showed up with a, with a little car hauler trailer and they were trying to push his little, his little pickup truck, a little Dodge. Um, not, not, it was like the smaller, the smaller Dodge. I think it was a Dakota or whatever. Kind of like as heavy as our pallet a couple of days or weeks ago. Yeah. Like it's just, it's just, it's like, they call them like a quarter ton truck. So it's just, the, uh-huh. I mean, it's, it's a, it's still a little truck, right? But it's, it's not super heavy, and they're trying to push it on this car hauler. It's completely dead, and I'm doing what I'm doing. My kids are across the street at the park, and I can, you know, whatever. And I'm like, I've never met this guy. I don't want to like. And so I had this little mini battle of like, I should help him. I don't have like I should help him. Like, no, I don't want to like like I don't want to get involved. Like, because then I'm like, well, what if it's like ends up being this whole thing, and I'm stuck here for an hour and a half, or whatever. And then it's like they're trying, and it's like two guys in a truck, like trying to push it up ramps. And I'm like, they're never gonna freaking get it. And because it's like, I know I would be too stubborn to ask. Wait, and did you ha- did you help him? So I ended up going over there and helping him. The reason
0: why I ask because then it was two and a half men in a truck.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who's the half man? <laughs> mm, you. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so I go over there and I'm like, we kind of figure it out. I mean, it took all of it took all of literally three minutes because with just the extra, literally an extra like guy, we were able to get the momentum to get the truck up there. But I was just like, Hey man, I can green, bra- grab my truck and we can like, I can, we can hook up some tow straps and I can tow it up onto the trailer. I can push it up with my bumper and we just ended up pushing it. And it was like, Hey, I'm, you know, whenever we were officially met, I'm Logan, you know, da, da, da. but it's like, why did I, why did I battle that? Like, what was like the internal judgment that I was like, w- w- like, why didn't I just like go help? Like, and I think that's the stuff I'm still kind of working through. Is like I, 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 inherently want to help people, but I have this like, almost like a social anxiety, almost like this like inner voice of kind of like just don't, don't get involved. Like maybe, maybe they don't want you know like, maybe they don't they, you know maybe 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 you look scary. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's true. I'm no, I'm uh, hearing a lot complete. of like
0: that a lot, and also, um, we work now meaning uh, us men, complete men, like everyone listening, men and women we work so hard and we're at work, we wake up early, we take care of our kids, we go to bed, you know, and we continue to do it day after day after day. And so sometimes when you have a moment, last thing you want to do is help someone. And it's because you're tired. And so I think a lot of it is that. And so I think that takes a lot of uh, willpower and kindness to do something like that, because it's not necessarily social anxiety. It's more of a, like you said, it's an hour and a half, or what if it's an hour and a half? I want to invest that much time into this. It's hard. And uh yeah. I I think we've all been there.
1: Yeah, dude. No, hundred percent. We're gonna have to probably like do like two parts on this episode to get <laughs> to get through all these. <laughs> but
0: um, let's let's skip. So uh eating sugar, being late is seven and eight, and then nine. I would like to talk about before we close out. Yeah. Uh, nine is assuming the worst. I think this is mindset. Um, the wow. negativity. Now, mind you. So uh, I have employees at the barbershop and I have one employee here with the beer company. No. Two, two, three, two. Anyway, we have uh, And there's just one individual who is consistently negative. And guess who's all and, and all the things that are bad are happening to her. And I'm not saying it's because she's negative, but I am also saying it is because she's negative because she just, it, it's, yeah. it's like, that's all she talks about. That's all she does. And I think being a happy, positive person doesn't mean that you're the negativity is not going to happen in your life, but the way you look at it, the way you uh, approach things is going to be a lot different. Like if I'm stressed, which I'm stressed all the freaking time, if I'm negative, there's no way I could do this. Like I would have a heart attack and die, you know what I mean? Oh, but, dude, yeah. <laughs> but if you're positive, um, you have hope. And when you have hope, you pretty much have everything. And, and to me, being having a positive outlook in life and not assuming the worst, I have hope that Copper John's will explode one day. And so it keeps yeah. me going, even through hard times. I had hope when I lost my job that it's going to be better. And so, even though this is tough right now, I know in the long run, this is going to help me, and it and it yeah. did help me. Losing my job and going through what I had gave me the most empathy I think I ever have, yeah. and I'm still learning a lot. And and uh, it's just uh, I don't know. That's just me assuming the worst is is, uh, is learned and it grows. And so, like like I said, you, your inner circle you are who you you hang out with. And so, I think our inner circle is very, very positive to the point where it's, we're realistic. We understand each other, but we're not, well, so-and-so said this and da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, da. Like,
1: yeah, like, I would we, just have, we offer
0: solutions. We offer each other help. We offer each other hate. We offer each other a way to, uh, a shoulder to rest on, or so to speak.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: But we're never just complaining, if that
1: makes sense. Yeah. Well, look, I was just texting Matt last night um i was telling you we were just talking about kind of like one of his one of his social media segments we were just firing some stuff back and forth and it's really refreshing to talk to somebody that you know gets it on a level of like just being real and and not um just not being a taxing individual like kind of like we were going back just you know the this can tie back into the bad influences because like we've all met somebody, we all know somebody uh, who just is just constantly, you know, negative Nelly. And it's like, sometimes people have to go through those phases to get some negativity out. And then there's just some people that that's unfortunately their personality. Um, I've been one of those in the past. I try really hard to focus on the positive because when I focus on the negative, that's that's bad for me like i can go down the rabbit hole i can spiral out of control i can i can get potentially dangerous to myself if i let that if i let myself if it, i don't believe that you can control your depression to an extent mm-hmm. i don't believe that you can control certain things to an extent because there is brain, brain chemistry people can i will ar- i will argue this Tom blue in the face um there are some things that are completely out of your control you can't always just will yourself into a better situation Oh, um, I
0: take anxiety medication because yeah. it just it
1: just is what it is. Like I have right. it and I need help. But at the same time, I do 100% believe that you are responsible to do what you can. Yes. So like if you can force yourself to be positive, if you can force yourself to look at a better perspective, if you can force yourself to get help, if you can do these things for yourself, you will exponentially help the people around you help your inner circle. You will give off, more positivity you will give off more light more hope more like you will have more good things come to you um i don't i i i feel like the more more people i have met that that works with that mind frame the less space i have for people that don't i agree with that completely i but don't don't get me wrong that doesn't mean that i have lack of empathy for some people which we could do a whole freaking episode on empathy Mm -hmm. like gary that's one of the reasons why i love gary v
0: Oh, I love his,
1: Gary v. You his, know that. Oh, dude! Did I tell you? Did I? Th- th- here's the side. Here's the side note. Did I tell you? Did I send you that thing? Um, I don't think he so. Was, he was in a Gary Vee is like he was just done an event and he was like in a parking structure or whatever. And he was walking out and this girl, super fan, like, oh my gosh, Gary, whatever. And I love that he like turns around, looks her in the eyes, and like, what's your name? Like, one hundred percent present. Like mm-hmm. the fact that, and, and it's like he's not like, oh, whatever. I don't want to talk to you. I'm busy or whatever. And she's like, I just, I want you to know that this and this and this, I really appreciate you or whatever. And he's wholeheartedly listening. You can see it in his face. Her name was Leticia. And he goes, or she says, Gary, I love everything you're doing. I just know that I'm going to be someone someday. And he goes, Leticia, you're somebody right now. And it was just like, boom, like mind blowing. You could see like the switch in her brain. And I'm like, that is somebody that has got it. It's got, he's got it figured out. He's got the empathy figured out. He's not a toxic person. He's not somebody that's a bad influence. He's not somebody that assumes the worst all the time. He tells it like it is. And he has empathy on top of all of that, where he's like, don't be so hard on yourself. Cut out the people that are telling you you can't do it. You are somebody now. You may attain more things in the future that you want to do, but don't, don't, you know, don't step over the person who you are now because the person who you are now is the product of what you went through before. Yeah. So I think we can go we can go down this rabbit hole forever, but I think that I think you know getting through the first nine or ten, I, th- I really want to finish this list. I think that we could do a whole nother episode on this. I think so too. Um, I think hitting those key points though, I think you know we, we both know which ones those are and everyone has it so far too. but he, he, I, I wholeheartedly believe you get out what you put out uh, in a situation you are a toxic person. You're going to attract toxic people. You are a good person. You're going to attract good people. Are those definitions open to a very broad definition? 100%. So I think it boils down to, you have got to figure out what you want. Mm -hmm. You have got to figure out what you need and you have got to go seek that out. And here's the big one. You've got to be that for other people. So that's, that's what I'm really working on is if I want, more empathy and I want more love and I want more patience and I want more mental health. I've got to try to be that for other people and, and for the people that matter most, my friends more, most especially my children and above all else, my wife.
0: Absolutely. I actually really like that. I think that's a great way to end it. I think you've said it perfectly. I have nothing to add. I mean, that was really well said.
1: Well, thank you. And I, I I do want to, I do want to tease this. Um, a new segment we're going to be doing on each episode. We talked about it is the quote oh, of the yeah. day. We totally forgot that. We no, forgot. this, this ties in perfectly for how we're ending this. Like okay. this, this tied in perfectly. So we're each, just so you guys know, we're each going to take a turn. Um, each episode, um, sharing a quote that we've either recently found, found in the past, um, something that, you know, has stuck with us or something that we just thought was worth sharing. Um, I'm kicking it off. So I think we'll probably just call it the quote of the day or just the quote of the episode or something. I don't know. Um this one is on being a leader. So it said and and I, I don't really subscribe to the whole like alpha side of everything, right? Mm-hmm. So, you gotta take you gotta take you know all these you gotta eat raw liver and you gotta you gotta <laughs> you know take ice baths. well ice baths are cool though, but <laughs> but now it says so <clears throat> a leader has been defined as one who knows the way, goes the way and shows the way. Not just somebody who can stand up and talk a lot, but somebody who knows it, goes it, and shows it. So that's that's my quote of the day.
0: Can I add to that? Absolutely, because I really, really like that. So uh, I have several children, and a few of them have. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> a few have uh, said that. Hey, after I graduate high school, or when I come home from Paraguay, you know, uh, I can help run the company. I'm like, that's not how it works. And they're like, what do you mean? He's like, mom and I have been done everything and I and I don't mean this as a negative uh, to him I just mean like we've been shipping and receiving we've done purchasing we've been customer service we've done the making we literally have done everything and when that comes about as we grow we understand better and now we're in management where I have a couple people also and I'm learning how to do that because it's a huge you know, uh, managing someone in a business rather than managing someone in your own business, to me, is a lot different.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, I, it is. It, it, it just is. And uh, yeah,
1: you don't want to hand it. You don't you don't want to just hand him a free ride. I 100% see that. That's the thing that is, is
0: I, it's really hard, more it's more difficult to delegate. But point being is, is um, Isaac uh, coming home from Paraguay, he said, well, what do I what do I got to do? I'm like, you need to start from the ground up. Yeah. You, need, you need to do this. You need to do this. You need to do this. And then eventually, as you know everything, you'll be able to lead people because you can show them and you can show all this kind of stuff. And, and I'm like, and so if you want to be a part of it, absolutely. And can we work through it? Absolutely. Um, we can create something for you. But at the same time, you know, if you want to be a good leader, you have to understand everything. You just can't be put into it. You have yeah. to have the experience, too. So I really like that quote because that's that's very valid with everything. You have mm-hmm. a bunch of people coming out of college, and and like you know, you have someone who's been in the industry, any industry, any industry, making, let's say, six figures. And then you have some guy who's 22, graduated college, who's expecting to make six figures, and he's upset because he's not. Well, this guy's been in the industry for 20, 30 years. I'm like, he mm-hmm. has the knowledge. He has it. You have just book smarts. You don't deserve that. And so I think a lot of people have a hard time understanding that, what you just said. Sorry, went on a soapbox for a second. No, I I I think that, no, that's,
1: that's what we're talking about. The the quote of the day is like, we're, that's what we, you know, we talked about sharing a quote and then kind of us both taking our take on it. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's super valid because I, I was thinking this whole time of like, yeah, dude, I, I, as a 19, 20 year old kid, if my dad had a business, not knowing, you know, the ins and outs of how well a business is doing, I would have come home fully expecting to just be a part of it too, and like yeah. get a paycheck or whatever. And be like, "Well, buddy, <laughs> not even paying myself yet, so yeah, go get a job." But no, like that's that's one hundred percent how I was raised. Of like, not that my dad was like, well, I'm not giving you whatever." It was just kind of like, "I can't give you this, so if you want, I mean, cell you phone. I can't, I can't afford to pay for a cell phone for a teenager." My dad would be like, "So if you want one, you've got to work and you've got to pay for it." Which I can tell you, I can I can sit here for hours and tell you all of the life lessons my dad has taught me that I still go back and use. I mean, all the way down to fixing something on a car and then taking it apart and then having me do it instead of just like, this is how you do it. Okay, it's done. I just did it. Let's just let's just move on. So that's kind of coming full circle back to talking about our life experiences, like my dad, you know, for a second just You, you gotta, leaders aren't just somebody who can stand up on a stage and tell you about bullet points of bad habits or, or somebody who's a really good motivational speaker. It's somebody who not only knows it, but they, they go that way themselves Mm -hmm. and then they can show you how they did or show you how to get through it. Not so they can do it for you so that they can show you how you can do it for yourself. So that's, I a hundred percent like subscribe to you know, kind of your way of parenting as well. I was like, oh, I appreciate it. Yeah. I think don't you're... tell him to go become a barber.
0: <laughs> like no joke. Like, people reach out to me. I'm like, if there's, if you want to make money, there's better place. No, but, uh, if there's, you can make good money as a barber. Just
1: well, no, as I'm saying, like, okay, dude, go, go to, go to cosmetology school. And then I, and then be like, I will hire you, guarantee you a job at the barbershop. When you, when I, you, and then
0: you can c- continue learning about beard care and all that kind of stuff. Work your and, and and way up. And and, up being yeah. Care
1: that's what i'm saying and then he could like yeah and then by that point isaac will have three or four barbershops then you can help manage them boom 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 that's what i'm talking about like that's i think that's what you're talking about too yeah it's like 100 so
0: well man, oh, man i really i this Good is kind stuff. of a deep deep uh conversation hopefully uh everyone's still listening and if you are i appreciate you guys make sure you hit a like like button um uh give is us five like stars button? No,
1: that's only on live. Not on audios. Well, I guess the set, you know, like on, if it's on. Give
0: us five stars and tell us why and and try to promote this with your social media platforms and tell everyone to start to come listen. Um, It means a lot. We're going to start doing a few more extra lives, I think, as we grow. Um, uh, It's up to, uh, I I like it.
1: Call us pretty and tell us why you love us. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: I'm a little drained now. Yeah, emotionally tapped. Yeah, I'm going to go watch a show and make some scent of the
1: month oils. I'm going to go I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you so much for listening, guys. It means the world to us. If you have a chance, please give us a five-star review, as well as write something a little purdy in there so that we know that you know that we know that you care.
1: Anyway, have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that. You can redo it without laughing. That was good.